0: Hi everyone, very welcome back to the What's The Story 10 Minute Catch-Up. My next guest is one of Ireland's top country artists. Playing all over the country, well, that was uh, pre-Covid, I suppose, as everybody knows it now. He's also a string of hits to his name and a Clara man too, which also goes down well. And he joins me on the 10 Minute Catch-Up to discuss a tough year for the music industry. Alex Rowe, what's the story?
1: What's the crack, Lloyd? Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, you're very welcome. (laughs) Alex, firstly, where did the music interest come from?
1: I am. Um, I suppose, Mammy used to always have have Yolks going the whole time in the house, and the kind of Big Tom and Larry Cunningham and all that sort of stuff. Kind of is what I grew up with. So she good taste. She good taste anyway, <laughs> and it it rubbed off on me. And it, it's just been music I've always really listened to.
0: Very good, Alex. A tough year for the the music this year so far.
1: Yeah, well, there's there seems to be nothing going. It was it was kind of only getting going for myself when COVID happened. But but look, hopefully in the next six to ten to. Years maybe it might come back. <laughs> Do you think it's
0: like at, tu- at the end of the tunnel for
1: all this, for bands? and? um There will be at some stage, yeah. No, it'll come back, but it's just about when.
0: Like it's not only the music uh, or the bands that's affected, it's lighting technicians, engineers, like the list goes on, it's a huge implications for everyone.
1: Yeah, we kind of seem to be forgotten about a little bit, but sure, will it'll, it'll come back at some stage, hopefully.
0: How does someone like yourself who is not playing many gigs keep it fresh and, and keeping your name out there?
1: Um, Well, to be honest, when I started, when the lockdown started, I did nothing and it was grand. I sat at home and I did, I did feck all. I just kind of relaxed and kind of just watched a lot of telly and stuff like that. And then I just kind of started going back into playing at home and doing bits. Now a couple of gigs are coming back again. And so you kind of have to just always kind of keep it diverse kind of.
0: Did you think at the start that I'll have a rest, this thing will be over in a few weeks, but then realising, geez, we need to do something here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of lads were like that, so they thought, Ash, look, we'll, we'll have a rest now for a few weeks and yeah. we'll be back. But
0: You see a lot of lads diversifying into uh, making furniture now and driving vans and stuff. Is What yeah. do you do other than the music I
1: arms? am working in a clothes shop in Look, we're busy enough down there, so it's so not it is, too bad. So at
0: least you have something else. Yeah. You were back on the road recently, I believe.
1: I was in Chum on Saturday night, and then I'm in Bar and the Five Valley and a few other places, oh, kind yeah. of booked in for the next, kind of until December, and then we'll see.
0: So what was it like getting back on the road after, since March?
1: It's strange, it's strange. But the only thing is, the people that are coming out now are, are actually coming out to hear the music. Yeah. Um, so I got to play some of my original songs that I'd never that I'd never get to play at, at just an ordinary pub gig. Yeah, so it's kind of it, cabaret and people are sitting and listening and they're clapping at the end of every song which is I've done it when I heard a clap last.
0: <laughs> That's no reflection on you now. Yeah. <laughs> so what's it like playing your own music then? That must be a good fun.
1: Yeah, yeah I enjoy playing kind of all the kind of the few singles that I'd have and a few songs from the album and stuff like that. It's just mm-hmm. different like did you write much over the COVID period? I wrote a bit myself, but it's stuff that I just, I don't really release. <laughs> they could be the good ones. Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> Getting back out into the pubs, is there many restrictions now for for yourself playing?
1: It's just really different, yeah. So like like in the middle of the gig, people could start dancing or whatever, and then a man would come and say, sit down there now. Would <laughs> they? Yeah. <laughs> it's just for like but Sherlock, yeah. Italy. Yeah,
0: you had a recent stint on Midlands 103 as well? Yeah,
1: yeah, hopefully. I think I'm back now again and for the next uh, Bank Holiday Monday. Brilliant. Yeah, so. Is that Maybe.
0: something you'd like to pursue, Alex?
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that now. Yeah, it was just something different and something I'm kind of interested in, so.
0: Is it is it just playing the music you like or is it just in front of the mic? Or?
1: Uh, kind of a bit of both, yeah. I enjoy playing playing like the really Irishy irishy stuff and then... yeah. I'm very good at talking as well. so <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: That always helps. So we know Life Before March was very different. Plenty of gigs. You were also a contestant on Glor a Very big popular programme on, on TG4. Will that come back, Alex?
1: Yeah, so there's we, we had a Zoom call last Monday about that. So hopefully now in the next, I think in the next couple of weeks, we'll have an announcement about that. But it'll be before Christmas anyway, so. It's
0: a very popular programme, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Take us through yeah. the stages of that, Alex. How did, how did you get on that programme?
1: So I applied on online. Um, you just send in a video of yourself, and um, Trudy rang me then and said, um, "Look, sure, look, will you come along? Will you come along with me?" Right.
0: So Trudy Lawler is your mentor. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, her and and her husband Billy writes a lot of a lot of the songs as well.
0: It must be great to have um, a, such a dynasty behind you there.
1: Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's kind of surreal, because like, it's people like you kind of listen to their music, and next thing you're you're standing beside them and. Like I was in the car there just before I came in, and she rang me, and I was kind of like, "You're kind of still like you know seeing the number come up." It's just kind of a buzz off it still. But.
0: Uh, is it difficult uh, performing live and telly?
1: I kind of found it easy, easy enough because I had so many of my kind of friends and kind of supporters there that that came down. Like um, now, it'll be very. i it'll be hard the next time because I know there there'll be no supporters down there. There'll be no. Right. There'll be no fans. There'll <laughs> be nothing there. So, yeah.
0: so like apart from the winning of that show, it does. Create a buzz about your profile and does it bring you on a little bit?
1: Yeah, it kind of eggs you on a little bit. So, like some radio stations or people that you might have sent songs to in the past, they're starting to play you. um, Like there's played up in Donegal a good bit and played down south as well, which is, which is hard to crack.
0: <laughs> so, like, do you reckon that I know artists now need a lot of support more than ever? So, where can people hear your latest offerings?
1: Um, well, we have a new single, uh, kind of half ready to go. Um, that'll be out before I think November, and then all that is on Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube. The videos go up on Facebook, right?
0: So, social media is very important, isn't it? Yeah, for,
1: uh... yeah, social media kind of would be 90% of what where I put out most of my stuff. And do you still release uh, an actual single or a CD disc, or is that yeah? When I started, I got. I think I went a little bit overboard like for my first single was All I Need Is You and I got, I I actually remember this. I had, I didn't have a cent to my name at the time and I said, Mammy, I need these, I need these songs now. And she said, well, how many do you need? I said, I think I'll probably have to get a thousand of them. So I still have them at home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we all have an attic full of stuff anyway. Yeah,
1: I'm only getting, I think it's about 60 or 70 printed now like. Just for radio stations. Just for radio stations. Most of them take um, MP3 now, so.
0: You're supporting a sporting a very uh, a very fancy leg uh, piece there. What happened there, Alex?
1: <laughs> I um I had a very serious, long-lived hurling career last year with the intermediates, and and I I did my knee in playing a, a challenge match. <laughs> right. So not even an important match, but so
0: you need roadies now, Alex? Do you?
1: Um, uh, five or six, I'd say. we um, we get the Arctic going then as well. <laughs>
0: Would that be uh, something in the future that you'd like to have a big band behind you?
1: Um, I think everybody's dream is to have have a band. Um. Mm-hmm. It's just you have to, you kind of have to not constantly think about, oh, I need a band, I need this, I need that, because you'll just end up always focusing on that, and then you'll kind of think, geez, this gig is not great now. Like,
0: I see, so you just let it happen naturally. Let
1: it happen and just see if it yeah. if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, as I
0: know, some guys who remain nameless that do get big bands and that and then sadly it doesn't work out
1: you know and then they're
0: kind of back to square one so if you're just happy going the way you are
1: yeah no I'm kind of I'm kind of really relaxed about stuff like that like if it happens it happens and if it doesn't sure I'll still I'll still play music anyway go
0: lucky so what's the best thing about uh, life on the road Alex
1: Chippers, definitely.
0: (laughs) That's a bad thing, isn't (laughs) it?
1: It's definitely chippers.
0: There was a time we'd stop every night for chips. Yeah, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Yeah, we'd maybe do it once a week now or something, you know. Well, if we're lucky to have one gig, yeah, so the chippers is the thing. Yeah,
1: chippers is my my bad. bad Would you have
0: any advice apart from the chippers for younger artists that were starting off? I'm um, not saying now that you're past it or anything, but you do have <laughs> good experience.
1: In the- uh, well, I started gigging like when I was 16. Um, it wasn't even legal to be in the pubs, but ever since then it was just amazing. Um, But just, if you want to do it, just do it. And don't let anyone tell you you're no good because if you're pr- kind of packing out places and people are coming to see you, you have to be doing something right. So anyone that has any sort of musical thing, I'd say definitely try.
0: Alex, thanks very much for the catch up. I uh, hope 2021 is a better year and I wish you all the best for the future.
1: Oh, thanks a million, Lydon. Thanks for, thanks for inviting me up.
0: Very welcome. So here is Alex new single. Actually, Alex, you're the DJ, radio DJ. Why don't you introduce your own single? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure
1: now. <laughs> Here's a new single that could break cups and plates and lots of glass all over the place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alex, thanks a million. <laughs>
2: no. okay. No, I don't miss you. Say you wonder, do you ever cross my mind? Cause I think of you from time to time. From the time that I wake up to the time that I lay down. From the time that I first met you to the time they laid me six feet. listened to what's the story with lloyd bracken check out all our social channels for info on new episodes oh and thanks for listening on the town